What's poppin' with you? It's your girl, Jazz, and right now you're listening to the Kingdom Principles episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast. Now, as you know, hopefully you didn't tune in to last week's episode. If you did not, what are you doing? You better pause this episode, okay? Go back, listen to the first episode so you can know what are generational curses and how did we get here in the first place, okay? I am talking about the keys to live that life of abundance that God has promised you. We need to understand that there are principles. There is a kingdom, okay? God's kingdom. So think about it like a government, right? Every government has its laws, its rules and regulations. So if you are a kingdom citizen, if you are a kingdom kid, if you are truly daughter, son of the king, if you live in alignment with the kingdom principles, you are going to live a blessed life. Understand that the kingdom principles that God has, they are here for the betterment of you. It's not because God is trying to take your fun. It's not because God is trying to be this mean dictator. The kingdom principles that he has set in place is for you because God loves you. He wants to give you the fullness of your life. He wants to give you generational blessings, generational inheritance from him that he's always planned to give you. My prayer is that in this episode that you walk away with a better understanding of the kingdom principles that way you're able to apply it in your life. I think the thing about the importance of this is because there are so many things in the world that look good. And a lot of time I see it so much on social media. Well, how was this demonic? How was that demonic? That doesn't make sense. This is a good thing. And the thing that we need to understand is something can be good. It can look good. I can even say, but it still may not be leading you closer to God and the spirit it's actually taking you farther away we need to understand that God is a God of order okay you got to be in order with the Lord okay so there are some things that look good and the reason why people people are like how is this demonic it doesn't make sense it's because it doesn't line up with the kingdom principles if it doesn't line up with the principles of God's kingdom it's not from God's kingdom and it's like if you're not in God's kingdom you're not in alignment with your best self People talk a lot about all the time. I want to connect with my higher self. I want to be the best version of myself. Put a name on it, please. Your higher self. Come on. You have the Holy Spirit. That is all you need. Put a name on it. You have the spirit of God that can live through you. Come on, that is your secret sauce. That is how you are going to truly live your best life. The Holy Spirit is free game to all. It is the all-knowing, all-powerful spirit of God, and he lives inside of you. Know your authority and know your identity. So kingdom principles in this amazing episode, like I said, I just hope that you walk away with a better understanding of what these kingdom principles are. And the thing is, you can find out more about kingdom principles the more that you're in the word, because if if you read the word, you see the flow of how God is moving. You see the flow of how God is moving. I pray that when you are, you know, going back in your devotion time with the Lord, that you're able to, um, you know, receive from the Lord. Okay, God, you did this in this situation. And how did you do that? Or why? Not even how, but why did you do that? And allowing the Lord to show you and reveal his nature, reveal his personality, reveal his character to you. Understand that the same God of the Bible is the same God that is here today. He is not changing. He is bounded by his word. Everything that he spoke over your life, everything that he said you would have, he means that. He's not a God that should ever lie. He, the same God that saved Daniel from the lion's den is the same God that can save you from your situation. 
Kingdom principles keep you in alignment with the will of God. Kingdom principles keep you in alignment with breaking generational curses. It does. You have to live like the kingdom. We can't say that we love God and we do this and that, but our character is not like the kingdom. Are you living the kingdom life? And see, I think that's the hard part because living the kingdom life is hard, but it's especially more hard when you try to do it without the Holy Spirit. This is why we need to understand and know who the Holy Spirit is and know him intimately. And, and during the season, we're going to get into all that. So you understand. So you, so you know, because I know some people out here who, who may not know, but understand that kingdom living, it's easier said than done. And every day you have to get ready for war because the world does not want you to live this kingdom life. The world wants you to really think that this worldly life, this, this, <laughs> this, <laughs> this mediocre life, if living outside of God's will, it want it wants to deceive you and make you feel like that's the pivot of life. Like that's the toppest, that's the most you can ever do with your life. But the kingdom life, kingdom living, living like the true royalty daughter or son of the king that you are, man, it comes with perks. I'm telling you, it comes with favor, it comes with power, it comes with authority. And that's what God wants for us. If we don't live like the kingdom or walk in the kingdom, then we're disaligning ourselves from our purpose. We're, we're, we're missing out on things. We're missing out on divine connections. Um, it stunts our spiritual maturity, it, which plays a factor in our character, the way we think, the way we operate. It's so, so, so important. And it's not easy. I understand, especially even though you do have, you know, the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Sometimes it's still hard. It's not always easy. But the thing is, this is why you need community. And this is why we have the podcast. And this is why you are part of the Babel fam. So I know this was a long intro, but I need you to understand that if you truly want to live your best life and see what that looks like, you have to be living in alignment with the kingdom principles of God. God has a character. He has a nature. He has a way of doing things. He is royalty. You need to understand his personality. So that way you're able to live the life that he wants you to live. It's a lot of things that people are trying to compare. Oh, how is this demonic? How is this? Of, is it of God? That don't make no sense. That shows that you're not really deep in devotion or in, in the presence of the Lord, because you would know the closer you are with somebody, you know, their personality, you know, their traits. There are some things that look like, oh, this could be God. It's not him. It is not him, but the, you will know that the more that you spend time with him intimately and allowing him to show you who he is in your stillness. Sometimes we're doing too, too much talking in our prayer time with the Lord. God got something he trying to tell you. Yeah, talk his ears off, but dang, can he talk your ears off too? You feel what I'm saying? So kingdom principles, man, we got to live them. We got to live them. And I pray that we all, you know, get better at it, you know? So without further ado, though, let's begin the show. What's popping, y'all? You're listening to the Babbling with Jazz podcast, where I, your host, Jasmine Charlie, hold nothing back while living and speaking my truth. I'm on a mission to inspiring those who need it and also having the important conversations on topics that people tend to overlook or avoid. So join me as I babble about this beautiful gift that we call life. 
What's poppin' with you? Welcome back to another episode here on the Babbling with Jazz podcast with your favorite girl, Jasmine Charlie. What's on and poppin' today, Babble fam? How's you feeling? I really hope that you're feeling good. And, you know, if you're not, if you're not feeling good right now, I'm just praying for peace of mind and really just peace in your spirit. Understand that whatever it is that you over here irritated about, tripping about, ain't nothing to be worried about. Surrender it all to God and just keep it pushing because you got a life to live. Tomorrow is not promised. So don't hold on to whatever you're trying to hold on to because it's really robbing you of your joy. Not even robbing you. You're literally surrendering your joy to that situation and to that person because nobody can steal your joy because joy is eternal because God is is eternal. But okay, I I don't know who that was for, but that was really on my heart. So yeah, I really hope y'all doing good. I really hope y'all doing good. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about a very, very, very important topic to me. I think this topic in particular, as you guys can tell from the title, we're going to be discussing about kingdom principles. And some people may not know what that is. And that's okay, because I'm going to break it down for you. That's why I'm your girl. Um, Your favorite girl at that. Okay. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) I think honestly, though, um, this topic in particular is something that's always been um, on my heart in the sense of this is definitely a conversation that I've always wanted to spark. um, Because y'all know that um, I love sparking uncomfortable conversations, but especially those conversations that when I when I'm living my day to day life, those situations that make me cringe, and the situations that don't go discussed, those are the conversations that I love to spark up. And for me, when it comes to kingdom principles, it's definitely something that sometimes frustrates me when I'm living my day to day life and seeing that people aren't applying this thing. So um, I might be coming to your house. If so, open the door. The Holy Spirit is definitely knocking. It is time for us (laughs) to stop playing it safe and complacent. Now, there are a lot of people who say that they love God and that they believe in God and stuff like that. And that makes my heart warm. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, of course, I believe everyone should have a personal, intimate relationship with their Heavenly Father. He is real. But are you pursuing Him and are you making time for Him to show Himself to you? But other than that, there's some people who who you you believe but you you don't sometimes feel that firsthand personal experience and you're wondering why that is and for some may I just impose that maybe it could be the things that you are entertaining I think we there, um, we're not educated enough on the importance and the seriousness of kingdom principles and in today's episode I'm definitely going to break this down um, but it's like there's people who say they love God and stuff like that okay that's cute that's cute cool but are you being obedient like I said in the the season three opener obedience and faith are the two keys to breaking generational curses if you're not going to be obedient to what God tells you to do you're just you're in the same exact position of the people in your bloodline um your ancestors in your bloodline because they did not they weren't obedient hence why we got these curses that we got today so it's like you you say you love God and stuff like that but are you walking in the God-given authority that 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 God you know is requiring of you and I think it's important for us to understand that God has standards. God has standards, y'all. God has standards. He's a holy God. He's Alpha and Omega. He is royalty. So I, I, I'm not. When I say I'm royalty, I'm daughter of the King. I don't say it in no type of necessarily cocky way, but I'm saying it with confidence because I know who I am. And since I know that my Father is the King of Kings, the Most High God 
that automatically means that I myself, I'm royalty. So I will not settle. I will not compromise. I will not compromise. We have to understand that there is a kingdom in heaven. And some of us aren't living like the kingdom men and the kingdom women that God requires of us. Some of us have gotten complacent in our walk. We just think, okay, I'm a, I'm a, and and see this is the realty right here. What's the point? What is honestly the point? Can we, I'm, I'm just asking a question. I'm just babbling. What is the point of you going to church or even reading the word? If you're not going to apply what your leader, and that's why you need to be under a trusted leader at that though, but what your leader is saying or what the word of God is saying, what is the point? If you're not going to follow it, what is the point of doing all these things, you know, externally, but internally you are not becoming that kingdom man, that kingdom woman that God wants you to be. You say you love God, but you're slandering other people on social media. You have to understand that the moment that you dedicate your life to God, if you're going to do that, which I believe you should, because it's the most perfect, it's it's the best decision you can ever make. But the thing is, it's like, you have to understand that if you love God, you got to love his people. You have to love his people. If you love God, that means that you are now a representative of the kingdom of God. So you gotta, you, you can't just move anyhow. You can't move like how the world moves. You really can't because you have to understand you are an ambassador for the kingdom. You are literally an ambassador for the, for the kingdom. Some people will never pick up a Bible. They will never pick up a Bible. But if they come across you, you may be the only Bible that a person reads or meets. So how are you acting? You, some of us are giving God a horrible look. And this is the reason why they, people say, well, you know, you Christians, y'all be doing this, 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 and this, da, da, da. And it's like, I honestly, personally, I don't even blame that person who people who say that I don't blame them for thinking that because it's true. If you are a believer, walk like it, talk like it, act in the kingdom, act like the kingdom mindset. But let me break down what kingdom means and kingdom mindset and stuff like that. But, um, before I even do that, actually, that reminds me that kind of, okay, no, I'm going to pin it to this. Okay. So first of all, when let's, 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 let's just break down the definition of kingdom. What is kingdom? Because we know that there's there, the kingdom of heaven. God is, God is the king of kings. So what does that mean? What are, what are you talking about, Jazz? Okay. So kingdom, um, one definition of it is a country, state, or territory ruled by a king or queen. So let's just even try to break that down, that one definition down into the concepts of the kingdom of heaven. Understand that there is a kingdom of heaven. You you say so much that when you die, you want to go to heaven, right? So understand that right now, if you're not living, you can, like I said, and I will always say like the word says as well, you can experience heaven on earth. But how are you going to experience heaven on earth when you're not walking in the ways of the kingdom? You're not being that king. Your character is trash. Your heart is, 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 is defiled. And the only person that can clean your heart is Christ Jesus himself. You get what I'm saying? So with that being said, you have to understand and know for yourself that you cannot settle and not be in the kingdom mindset or without a kingdom character that you really truly need that. So a country, state, or territory ruled by a king or a queen. So breaking that down into biblical context, the territory that is ruled by a king or queen, well, the territory is God, is heaven. And God is the ruler. God is ruling heaven. God is ruling heaven. So with that being said, 
God is over heaven and he wants you to walk in alignment with him, with his will, with his word. Because why? If you do that, you're going to experience heaven on earth. Some of us are complaining about the different things that were, were, were that, that are going on in our life. But can I say that sometimes it's not always the devil. Sometimes it's the door that you yourself opened out of your own disobedience. Not everybody want to tell you that. It's easy for us to blame chaos and evil and the mishaps on the devil. But sometimes it's not him. Sometimes it's your sinful nature. It's your sinful flesh. But we're going to get into sinful flesh nature and stuff like that. We're going to get into that later on this season. But I need you to understand that God is the, he's the ruler of heaven. King, he's the, the kingdom of heaven. God is ruler over that. He's ruler over everything, real, real talk. But the kingdom of heaven and only a few, not many get in. Why? Because not many are willing to be a living, breathing sacrifice. That means every single day you are dying to yourself, dying to what you want to do, not in what you want to do, what your flesh want to do. And you are submitting to something greater, which is God's spirit. And you're allowing God to take over and you're loving others to the point where you will die for other people. Even the people that talk trash about you, because ain't that what Jesus did? Jesus didn't die for people that would never even accept who he was or even believe that he was God. But anyways, moving forward, another definition of kingdom. Let's get to it. It's a realm associated with or regarded as being under the control of a particular person or thing. One more time. Another definition for kingdom is a realm. Wait, hold on, Jazz, real quick. Jazz, didn't you, haven't you said that there's two realms in the, in, in, in the spirit? We got the demonic realm and then we got the, oh, we got the heavenly realm. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold, hold on, Jazz. So you mean to tell me that there's also a heavenly kingdom? But hold on. Hold on, pimp. We, we also got a demonic kingdom as well. A kingdom of what? Darkness. And we also have a kingdom of what? Wait, wait hold on. Light? So there's two kingdoms in the spirit. What? Not that, Jazz, you, you taking me back to Perseverance uh, season two. Perseverance episode season two when we say, who is your master? What realm are you being obedient to? But let's get back into the definition, y'all. Okay, so uh, another definition is a realm associated with or regarded as being under the control of a particular person or thing. So let me just tell you right now, we got two realms in the spirit and each realm has a particular ruler. The ruler of the realm of darkness, the demonic realm is Satan. We got two realms in the spirit. We talk in all this spirituality talk, but do you know that there's realms, there's levels to this? Where are you in the spirit? I I honestly love people's desire to want to be in tune with the spiritual world. I'm here for, it, but we need to know that there are two realms. Cuz if you if you just want to tap into the spirit and and not be aware of the two realms and not take precautions and under and if you if you don't know if, if you truly don't know, you are going to open yourself, your spirit to a lot of demonic activity that can hurt you, hurt your family. It's serious out here. This is, this is not a game. This is real life. This literally is literally <laughs> real life. So like I said, the ruler of the demonic realm, the one who has, you know, control of that realm in the spirit is Satan. And then the one who has control of the heavenly realm is God. Okay? So do you understand now? Let's let's let, let me let me stop right here. So understand that we got two realms like I already said, right? First of all, what's the difference between the two? Well, one hell 
or really hell is the kingdom of hell as well to be honest um but it, it's it's it's, it's complete darkness. It, it's complete. It's complete torment. Your spirit will never be at peace because only God is the Prince of Peace. So, with that being said, you, your, your soul is really, really, really going through torment, 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 and for eternity, for real, for real. So, and it's like the, the 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 kingdom of darkness brings nothing but pain and affliction. It brings no fruit. It, it's powerless. Number one, you're, you're not moving in power. The only the only realm in the spirit that you can can walk in literal power and authority is the kingdom of heaven. No if and or buts about it, and I'll tell you that. So with that being said, that's kingdom, right? So when it comes to kingdom, there are now laws of the kingdom because if, if we're thinking about if we're going back to, you know, the first definition, right? It's a country, state or territory ruled by a king or a queen, right? So each 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 country, each nation has its own set of what laws? Life is so practical. Like I'm over here in the United States of America. We have laws. And if you break the law, you're going to pay consequences. No if and or buts about it. So why do we think that we have to follow the law here on earth, but we can't follow the kingdom laws as well? And though, uh, let me be careful with how I'm wording that because Jesus came to fulfill the law, not to get rid of the law, but to fulfill it. So that's why we need to literally be born again with his spirit. So that way we can fulfill the law as well. Because if you do not have the Holy Spirit, it's no way that you can fulfill the law only because we're such imperfect beings because Adam tweaked up in Genesis. Oh my God, Adam, why did you do that? Why did you eat that apple? Like, was it really that good looking and tasty for you to really go ahead and eat it? Even though God didn't told you not to eat it. Like for real, you, you didn't got us all up in this and you, you got us here in the first place. But anyways, whatever, Adam, Jesus fulfilled the law. Okay. And the thing is, since Adam made that um, decision, that foolish, foolish decision, it now caused us to, you know, now have sinful flesh. It brought sin into the world, missing the mark. It, it brought that sinful nature, that side of us, that side of us that is, that is rebellious towards God and his commands. And we see what happened to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when they disobeyed. So you don't think that if you disobey a command of God, that it's not going to happen to you, that you're not going to get kicked out the garden, that you're not going to enter into God's presence for all of eternity in heaven like you know what I'm saying this is real life this is this ain't no joke bro so I'm not saying that to scare anybody you shouldn't be scared you should actually be empowered because the thing is the kingdom of heaven is it's for you it's a blessing God is a provider God wants to be your God God wants you to depend on him only he doesn't want you to depend on your job for finances. He wants you to depend on him for your financial breakthroughs. He wants you to depend on him for peace, not the substances, not the people, not that toxic ex, not the punani. Okay. He wants you to depend on him for peace and it hurts him. It breaks his heart when we depend on other things, idols, AKA idols, when we depend on other things. To do the things that God already wants to do for us. God is like, bro, with me, you have everything that you need. I just need you to be comfortable and secure in me. When will you finally be secure in me? When will I finally be enough for you? When? So like I said, we have laws. Every country, I don't care where you are, there are laws. Even down to, you you know, the schooling system. Each school, it may not be necessarily called laws. I'm thinking of what they be calling it. 
it's like a word or something but it's like student code of conduct I don't know you know what I'm talking about the school rules okay and there are certain things that the school requires and if you break the school rules you are going to face consequences whether it's detention whether it's suspension or whether it's expulsion so why do we think that the kingdom of God is not the same remember that the physical is just the manifestation of the spiritual put it together you know what I'm saying so what is laws though let's get into it so a law is the system of rules which a particular country or community recognizes as regulating the actions of its members in which it may enforce the imposition of penalty so we're going to break this down I'm getting really hype and I'm getting really excited because I truly believe that um when, once once you once we finally understand the importance of kingdom principles the importance of applying the word of god now first of all after this episode when you go back and read the word and you see what the word says and when, when you see especially in the new testament and, and and you're literally applying what it says you understand that the word of god the bible first of all it's god himself but it's also it, it, it it's it's god professing his love for you in a way that look this is the key. This is the key into the kingdom. If you do not follow these things, you're going to be locked out the kingdom. And the thing is, I don't want you locked out the kingdom. I want you to experience the kingdom while here on earth. I have plans for you. I have plans for your family. I have plans for all of mankind because you all are my creation. But though just God that I am, I am a God of decency and order and I am bounded by my my word so if I said it I must stick with it I'm not a double-minded God I'm not changing I'm not okay one day I say this but okay I'll let it slide for you no if I said it I said it and I mean it so that means if God said that we need to do it we need to do it because if we don't do it we're locked out the kingdom you're out of alignment with the kingdom if you're out of alignment with the kingdom you're out of alignment with your purpose if you're out of alignment with your purpose what you doing what we talking for we're not just here to dilly dab and just vacation every time and 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 and, and tee up with people and and and, and, and chill and, and Netflix and chill all day long. Okay, those things are cute, it's cool, but are you fulfilling the assignment that God has placed on the inside of you? If you are not living out your life's assignment, what you doing? What we talking for? Don't talk to me. Talk to God and work out your assignment, please. Then maybe after that, then we could chill and talk it up and chop it up. But right now, I don't want you talking to me. I don't want even a, hi, hi, Jasmine. How you doing? I'm doing good. Go, go, go tend to your assignment, please. Because people's lives are counting on this. This is not a joke. This is not no game. Tend to your assignment. But how are you going to fulfill your assignment when you locked out the kingdom? Why are you locked out the kingdom? Because you're being disobedient or you just may be ignorant. You just may genuinely not know. But that's why God has sent me to let you know that you need to know (laughs) and explain it back to you and also to cause you to now go back to him, turn to him. Repent. Repent means to turn to God. Turn from your ways, turn to your way of thinking, your way of living your life and doing what you want to do, thinking that you know really how to live your best life. Like, you know, the roadmap to that. You didn't even create yourself. So how you know how to create your best life? Can we talk about it? No. Getting too deep and hot in here? Okay, cool, cute. It's season three. <laughs> it's season three. It's season three. It, it, it's season three, y'all. Ain't it like it's bro? Ain't no filter, bro. Ain't no filter. Ain't none at all. We need we need to stop playing around. We need to stop playing around. So let's break down this law thing, okay? <laughs> so law, the system of rules 
which a particular country or community recognizes. Let's stop there. A system of rules. Okay. You know, when people say law of the land. Okay. So imagine that God has a kingdom. He has a territory that is full of power, authority, peace, joy, all the positive things you can think of and then some. And it's all for you because of his great love. Right. So let's let's let's, let's try to break it down because I'm, I'm big on, you know, making visuals. OK, so let's even make it to the point of because um, I know this is going to help somebody. So say, for instance, OK, because I know we're talking about the spiritual um, aspect because this is, a, you know, physical is a manifestation of the spiritual. But let's say, for instance, there is a country called heaven, but it's literally on Earth. LOL. But there is heaven on Earth. OK, but you get what I'm saying. There's a, a literal physical piece of land called heaven. Okay, and God is literally there. So now there's people who are living in the land of heaven. Let's say it's right next to the United States. Like there's another body of land next to the water. I don't know if that's the Atlantic Ocean. Lord, forgive me, Lord, for forgiving for uh, forgetting my geography. But say there is a land right next to the United States. And so say it's a different, so we have, no, let's say it's a continent actually. So, you know, we have seven continents. Let's say, for instance, we actually have eight continents, North America, South America. Okay. Oh oh my God. I'm forgetting my continents. Africa. Oh my gosh. Asia. uh, (laughs) uh, I was going to say Connecticut. I'm going to say Antarctica, Australia. Y'all get the gist. So anyways, we have eight continents now. Okay. So that continent is called heaven. And, um, say for instance, um, all of that continent is ruled by one person though. It's not like how there's different countries in the continent. Anyways, so that's it, right? So everyone who's living in the continent of heaven, they all have to abide under the laws of the continent because that's the land. That is that is the, the regulations for that particular country. And even if you've noticed, say for instance, on a practical level, so some laws in America, um, there are different laws. America's laws are different from China's laws. You get what I'm saying? Because those are two different lands. Those are two different territories and they're ran by two totally different people or infrastructures. You get what I'm saying? So that's the same thing with the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. It's like, or the kingdom of the demonic realm, really, I should say. Um, or the kingdom of Satan, you know, um, they're, 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 they're two different things having two completely different laws. So now how the definition said that there are a set of rules, what are the rules? Oh, that you mean the word of God, you mean the book of keys right there, the law of the Lord, you mean, hold on, what? So, okay, God, so we already have the laws right here because the thing about the Bible is we're supposed to live the Bible. We ain't just supposed to read about it. I mean, yes, read the word, but if you're not going to apply the word, what you doing? What you wasting your time for? I was literally thinking the other day, you know how the Bible app, if you got the Bible app, if you don't have the Bible app, I highly recommend that you should download it. But I was saying like, if you got the Bible app and you know how we got like the streaks and stuff like that, I was thinking in my head, like, Lord, it don't matter if if I got a hundred, I have a hundred streaks so far, day, day, a hundred days consistent in the Bible app. It don't mean nothing if I'm not applying the word. I could be opening it each day, reading, okay, ha ha, he he, and then going back to living how I want to live and not really obeying or wanting to submit myself to the kingdom principles and the kingdom standards. The thing is, we want to be so comfortable. But the thing is, I'm learning that when you are walking with God, it's going to actually be uncomfortable. God is a God likes to pushing us out of our comfort zones and it's going to cause for us to do that. And especially when you think about it, if you didn't have to be pushed out of your comfort zone, would you really need faith? And we know that faith is literally one of the most important keys to unlocking the kingdom of heaven to be manifest in your life. 
So like I said, the definition of the law says the system of rules. So we know that's the word of God. when we're talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? The law of heaven, right? The kingdom of rules, which a particular country or community recognizes that is the God, that's us. If if you want to be a kingdom citizen, if you want to live in the continent of heaven in, or in, you know, that for my example, or spiritually, if you want to, if you want your spirit, spirit to literally be in alignment with the kingdom of heaven, that means that you are recognizing the rules or the laws of that territory and you're abiding them, right? So the system of rules, which a particular country or community recognizes as regulating the actions of its members, peep actions of its members, regulating the actions of its members. You can talk this talk all day long. I love God. I love this. But that's time back to faith without works is dead. What are your actions looking like? What are your actions looking like? Because in John 14, verse 21, the Lord told us, he who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. So let's stop there. Somebody said the other day, that really stuck to me. There was like a lot of people like, a lot of people like God, but not a lot of people love him. And I said, oh, Jesus, that hit different. Lord told us straight up, he who has my commandments and keeps them, meaning who lives them out, who is applying that action, my commandments, my laws, my rules. How am I God if I don't have control? Some of us, we trying to be the God of our own life. We trying to make up our own laws, our own regulations, because we want to build our life for ourselves. And we think we know what's best. Our imperfect human being. <laughs> we, re- we really think we know what's best. So yeah, God told us in John 14, 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. This is Jesus talking. He will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Oh my gosh, this verse is so, so deep. This is not even the Wednesday's um, Wednesday's Axe Jazz episode with Bible Breakdown, but I got to break this bad boy down, okay? Because this is deep. This is deep. So Jesus told us straight up in John, bro. Hold on, bro. So Jesus was like, bro, he who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me, so he who's keeping my commands, he who is applying the action along with the with the word, who he who's applying, doing the application of the commands of the Bible, of the word of God, he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Let's let me, let me break down and will be loved by my father. And the Bible says too, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. This is what Jesus told us, you know, in John as well. So it's like, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father, the father. So AKA the ruler of the kingdom of heaven. And understanding that the ruler of the kingdom of heaven came down and manifested himself as man to walk this thing out to die for us because we were so messed up, toxic, dumb, and all this and that. So Jesus is telling us that no one can enter, you know, no one can meet the father really, except no one comes to the father except through me. And now also in John, Jesus is telling us that he who loves me, aka he who obeys my teachings, my commands, 
He will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So there's some people you're not experiencing God the way that you, the way that you really should, because you're not, you're not applying. You're not applying. And I can honestly speak from, from my personal, my personal life, bro. Cause I used to, bro, before I even really read the Bible at one point when I was a kid, I was just going to church. I was not reading the Bible, like and living by it, bro. I was okay. I go to church. I believe in God. Hi, he, he, it's Sunday. Boom. Worship, worship, worship. We love you, Lord. But I wasn't, I did not have full revelation on the importance of the word of God and being in it and living it. And then when I started applying it, when I started reading the word of God and actually applying it, even if it was hard, slowly but surely I was making an effort and I did it. I noticed that my experience with God was strengthening and I felt that intimate connection and relationship with him. I felt him. I literally felt him, but that would have not, but it's because literally what the word says, I will love him and manifest myself to him. So some of us, Jesus is not manifesting himself to you through his spirit, which is God, but Jesus is not manifesting himself to you because of your lack of obedience. Your lack of obedience. There's some people, well, God ain't real. Da, da, da. Okay, you can believe that, but I don't care. Like at the at the end of the day, I ain't no can't nobody tell me, bro. I, I promise you cannot tell me. You're not you're not uprooting my faith in the name of Jesus. You cannot. You will not. Because I've had too many encounters with God, too, too, too many, that it's, it's, I would be foolish not to believe. I would be foolish not to believe that God is real. But the thing is, it causes applications. So for those who, who like, there ain't no way God is real, da, da, da. My question honestly would be, okay, but do, do you, do you, have you ever tried to apply what the word says? And if they're like, no, why would I apply? And that's the thing. Your lack of faith um, is, is leading you to your lack of application and your lack of application is hindering God really from manifesting himself to you. So God cannot manifest his true nature, his true personality, his true character to you because you're not applying. If you apply, you're going to get the results. I promise you that. And I can bet money on, I will bet my life on that. And it is, that, that's how you know I'm for real if I'm going to bet my life on it. But it's like, are you going to apply? If you're not going to apply, what we talking for? Of course, it, of course, God seems so fake to you. Of course, this seems stupid to you because you haven't applied. And if you haven't applied, your heart is still hardened. You get what I'm saying? So with that being said, Jesus told us straight up that we need to apply. We need to apply these things. We need to walk out these kingdom principles. It's some basic kingdom stuff. These kingdom principles that some of us are still going around in circles over. And, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's hence, it's stunting your growth of spiritual maturity. You love God. You know that you get some revelations here and there, but spiritually you're not maturing because you're not applying the principles. And I want us to be spiritually mature each and every single day. You want to grow in the spirit. You don't want to be in the same place. And that is why you need to surround yourself with people who's going to hold you accountable and push you to be all who God has called you to be. And I don't know who you got in your life and who you don't you got who you don't got in your life, but I'll tell you right now, I Jasmine Ifoma Charlie want you to be all who God has called you to be. So if you feel like you don't got nobody else in your corner who's rooting you on, know that I Jasmine Ifoma Charlie am rooting for you. I'm supporting you. I'm here for you because I know that you can be all who God has called you to be. It's not too far fetched. It's not impossible. It is the truth. It is the truth. 
but you have to meet God halfway. Are you applying? God already gave you the keys. He gave you the, he gave you the rules. He gave you the key to break generational curses, but are you applying it? The thing is nobody in our, so far our ancestors have not applied it. They have not applied it. And this is why we are where we are. When are, when, who is, who in our bloodline is going to step up and rise up and apply, please? Who is it going to be? Is it you? Who is it going to be? So back to what I was saying, the last part of the definition of law, which really stood out to me, regulating the actions of its members in which it may enforce the imposition of penalties. Meaning if you do not obey the law, if you do not follow the rules, you're going to experience penalties. Ain't if, and or buts about it. AKA you're getting out of alignment now with the will of God because the will of God covers you. It protects you. It keeps you sane. It, it gives you peace. It's, it's literally all you want. I don't know why we would want anything else than to be in the will of God. That's all you really need. I promise you that's all you need. When I tell y'all God has been providing me like in ways unimaginable during a pandemic, ridiculous. But it's because I'm in the will. And I'm fighting each and every single day because what the devil wants to do so bad, aka Satan, let me call him out. What Satan wants to do so bad, he wants to get us out of alignment with the will. He wants us to get out of alignment. He wants us to sin. He wants us to come into his realm because that's really what sin is because it's missing the mark. It's sinning. Sin is not God's nature. That's all it means. God is royalty. We need to understand that we cannot try to conform who we want God to be and and apply that to our life. No, God said who he's, God told us who he was. God said who he was. Read the word and apply it. Stop trying to sugarcoat stuff. When we were called to be salt to this dark, dirty world, we're called to be lights in this world. Do you know that this world is darkness? Because the enemy is the prince of this world, meaning that light is literally sometimes the opposite. The world is, is going to typically go one way, but the kingdom principle in you, the kingdom woman, the kingdom man in you is going to cause for you to go the other way when everybody and their mama trying to go that way. They said the road, the path, the road to heaven is narrow. The path to destruction is wide. Everybody's so easy. It's so everybody and their mama walking that way. But if you want to walk in the kingdom, if you want to be all who God has called you to be, if you want to experience and meet the person that God has created since the beginning of time, you got to take that narrow path. You got to get your character in check. You have to start applying the word of God. It's some stuff, these these basic kingdom principles that I'm seeing people not even applying. And it's like before you want to judge other people, work on yourself. What kingdom principles are you slacking in? Can we talk about it? Can we talk about it? We have to hold ourselves to a higher standard because God has standards. God has standards. He definitely, definitely has standards, y'all. So how much longer are we going to keep doing this run around, run around and playing with him? You know, it's like sometimes we blame God for things that we've brought upon ourselves, man. God is bounded by his word. And, and the thing is, God gave us free game about this, man. I, I want some of us to really stop blaming God and really reconsider our actions and really ask, you know, hey, have I really been living in alignment with what God wants for me? Like, have I really been living in alignment with that? So Isaiah 8, I'm going to read this passage. Um, it's from, let's start at chapter, I mean, LOL, let's start at verse 19. Okay, Isaiah 8. It says, someone may say to you, Let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead. Let's just pause there. Don't that sound like today's day and age? 
people going to psychics and stuff like that, doing tarot cards and whatnot and all that foolishness. So yeah, I'm calling y'all out and I got an episode coming with the fire. So get ready, get ready. Okay. Someone may say to you, let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings. They will tell us what to do. People are seeking what they're seeking other people, but not God. Okay, let's just continue, Jasmine. Anyways, they get it. But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Oh my God. Jesus, I feel you. Ain't that something? Because don't we live in low-key in a day and age now when people are trying to connect with their ancestors? But the word of God said what it said. It's, it's right here in this moment right here. I'm not even done reading the passage this moment right here. If you are someone who is going to try to justify it, you you're out, you're, you're disaligning yourself from the kingdom of heaven. The word of God said what it said. We cannot try to, to, to say, oh, well, no, but what if no, don't try to justify it. It's black or white. Know that the word of God is going to cut. It's going to pierce your heart. It, it, it that conviction, you feel it. It's so powerful. I get it. I know. You know what I'm saying? Bro, They sna- Isaiah snapped on this, bro. He said, but shouldn't people ask God for guidance? You run into everybody ain't named mama, but why don't you ask God for some guidance? The king of kings, he's the king of heaven, but you run into worldly people for guidance. Please make it make sense. Or you run into people from the kingdom of darkness. Understand that those mediums, those who consult spirits of the dead, first of all, the spirit oh jesus i felt a revelation y'all is getting hot up in her let's ask the mediums and those who consult the spirits of the dead with their whisperings and mutterings they will tell us what to do like i said bro there's two realms in the spirit so this is really you're seeking the kingdom of darkness you think that you, we, we have we have children of the light on on earth but we also have children of the darkness there are people who are literally working for the devil bro But shouldn't people ask God for guidance? Should the living seek guidance from the dead? Look to God's instructions and teachings. People who contradict his word are completely in the dark. It's right here, bro. It's right here. They're completely in the dark. They will go from one place to another, weary and hungry. And because they are hungry, they will rage and curse their king and their God. So now, because you depend on other people, external people or demonic people, but you don't know because we forget that the enemy appears as angel of light. So meaning that it looks good, it looks tasty, it looks helpful, but not everything that looks good is good for you. Okay, Satan is over here finessing you, and now because of your disobedience and your and your foolishness, you you want to now come at God and curse God. God didn't do anything. Literally, he didn't do anything because you didn't even come to him for the situation that you need help with. You're seeking other things. You're seeking extra external sub- substances. You're seeking sage. I, I've really felt that on my heart to say. You're seeking sage. You, you saging out these negative energies. You ain't seeking God. Just opening doors in the spirit for more. Ooh, Jesus, thank you for controlling my tongue. You, you're seeking more. You, you, you're opening more realms in the spirit for more foolishness in your life. It says they will look up to heaven and down at earth. But whenever they look, there will be trouble and anguish and dark despair. They will be thrown out into the darkness. 
That last verse is tough. You'll be thrown out into the darkness. You're going to end up not locking yourself out of heaven. And when all this is said and done, going to be right in hell because you were in, you, you, you were already in a realm that was not of God anyway. So God is like, okay, if, if, if this is the realm that you want to choose, you want to seek all these things. You want to seek things that are not of me. It means that you don't want to spend eternity with me. No way. And because I love you, I'm not going to bring you up in here. And you don't in this whole time when you were on earth, you did not, you did not want to live the way I wanted you to live. You did not want to have the kingdom character that I wanted for you. You didn't want it. So why would a loving God like me, why would I allow you and bring you to a place that you never chose while you were here on earth? That's real tea. We got to stop sugarcoating stuff, bro. If you don't want to be obedient to God now, if you don't want to be in the presence of God now, are you really going to enjoy heaven? You desire the things that are not God, the things that hurt him. So why wouldn't God want to just send you to where your heart truly wanted to go in the first place? This is why we need to keep God close and, 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 and be washed with the word because it transforms our hearts to the point where we don't even desire the foolishness. I'm desiring God, bro. God, you give me insight on what I need to do. Because in 0.2 seconds, I'm going to pop off and I need you right now, Lord. Please give me insight. That's our, that's our That should be our perspective. And you know, the thing is, bro, I used to hear all the time where people will say, guys are trash. Guys ain't this. Guys ain't that. And I said, you know what? Yeah, worldly men. Worldly men are trash. They are disgusting pigs. <laughs> but like for real like yeah worldly men are trash for sure i'll i'll give it to you but kingdom man oh jesus i just got chills mm, mm, mm. When, when when you oh jesus when you come across a kingdom man or a kingdom woman huh honey child let me tell you they will bless your life i'll tell you that i will tell you that so it may not be necessarily that men are trash maybe it's because that man doesn't have the kingdom character of god because I promise you, there are good men out there. There are kingdom men, men who, who Jesus are walking in alignment with all who God has called them to be. And baby, that's the real deal. And that's, 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 that's who I know I want to go for. I don't, I don't want to settle for no, no, no worldly nonsense. I, I grew up that stage. And when I was settling for worldly people and worldly relationships, I ended up getting hurt and, 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 and opening myself to dumb stuff and, and just doing dumb stuff and, and really just adding extra stress to myself but when you enter a, a kingdom a kingdom relationship oh jesus Mm-mm-mm. the best okay and there's perks with living in the kingdom guys i just want to end with that like there are perks God is not trying to be this mean guy because he hates you. No, he wants you to follow his instructions so, so, so bad because he, there's perks, there's benefits with living in the kingdom of heaven, with being a kingdom citizen. You are daughter, you are son of the king. So you know, automatically, you know, you have standards. So why are we lowering our standards or not even setting standards at all and just letting anything or anyone come into our life and do what they please? Do you know your identity and authority? And if you don't, I would recommend this awesome sermon by Priscilla Shire. And it's called something, something identity. Just type it in. It's life changing. You will cry. But that is why God wants us to spend intimate time with him. Just be time in stillness and speak out to him and just wait and listen and you will hear him you will seek he will show his face to you if you're seeking and also if you're being obedient 
I think the biggest takeaway I want you to understand is that how that John verse said, like, Jesus will manifest himself to you if you obey, if you, if you apply. There's some people God hasn't, or maybe God has manifested himself a little bit, you know, like, but we're getting complacent because we're doing half the work. So we think that's all God is, but understand that you never want to get comfortable with God, that there's so many levels and realms to him that you have no clue. And every single day you want to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Don't ever get complacent. But God cannot manifest those new realms or those new levels to him if you're not handling what you need to do right now on this current level. If you're not being obedient. Let's not take his presence for granted, bro. You have a purpose. You have a purpose. You have an assignment. And the only way to fully live it out to the fullest I'm saying to the fullest God's degree, God's extent and God's intention is if you are abiding by the kingdom principles that he's given us. I'll end with this verse. One of my favorite verses, it's Romans, um, Romans chapter 12, verse 22. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you. First, let's just stop there. The fact that God needs to transform us naturally without God, we're a mess, which makes sense because of Adam. Thank you, Adam. Not really. It makes sense, right? We need to be transformed. If if you're not going to allow God into your life, into your heart, then you're going to be in that same place. You're not going to see any change or elevation. So it says, do not copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then You will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Can I say that the word of God is God's will for you? And it says, then you will learn. So meaning there's no way that you will truly understand God's will for your life or truly have a full revelation of the Bible or the word of God. If you do not allow yourself to be transformed into a new person by God. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world. Don't follow the laws of the demonic realm or the world or Satan and his demonic influences. Don't follow the ways of this world. Be transformed. Be transformed. One one of the um one of the uh, other uh, uh, Bible uh, translations says te- uh, I think NIV says uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind needs to be renewed, renewed. God is going to transform you by changing the way that you think. So one way you used to think this was one way, but you have, but when God comes into your life for real, for real, he going to change it. And you're going to think, Oh, day, never mind, Cause he didn't, I promise y'all he did it with me. There were so many things I thought, Oh yeah, this is it. This is it. And the more I strengthened my relationship with God, my mind started changing. He was transforming my mind. And when he was doing that, I saw myself in a different light in who he saw me to be, as well as seeing him in a different light because he's transforming my mind. And I started growing. I started spiritually maturing. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So understand that no matter what God tells you to do, it's good, it's pleasing, and it's perfect. It's what you need. It may not be what you want, but it's what you need. It's for your good. It's always for your good. God would never hold out on you. God would never do you dirty like that, bro. So if God's will says this, if God's word says this, it's good, it's pleasing, it's perfect. Meaning that you should just apply, just apply. Even if it's hard, tell yourself it's good, it's pleasing, and it's perfect because this is God's will. 
This is what God wants. So I'm going to obey these kingdom principles. Go back to the basics. Go to, you know what I'm saying? Read 1 Corinthians all the way to Romans to Galatians even. See the different things of what it means or even go to Matthew. Let's go to back to the gospel. You know, let's go to Matthew and, and see what Jesus wanted for us to do and, and, and follow the, and the character of Jesus. Literally, as I'm closing, ask yourself this and be real with yourself. Do you have the character of Jesus? Like when you read about him and what he did, do you see yourself in that? And if you don't, just ask God, God, you know, can I, can I, I want to be more like Jesus. Help me. Give me the mind like Jesus, the heart like Jesus, because you're going to need the heart in this world like this, boy. Please, Lord, give me the heart like Jesus. Give me the mind like Jesus. I see in this story, Jesus did this. God, if, I, if that was me, I, I, I probably would have, I probably would have killed that person. I ain't going to lie to you, Lord. Let him know that. And be like, but look, God, though I currently would have done that, I want to do what Jesus did. So help me. Give me the strength to do what Jesus did because I want to live like him. I want to be in alignment with my, my purpose. I want to be in alignment with your kingdom. Because being a kingdom citizen, let me tell you, it comes with perks. Blessings, favor, provision. It's not just the thing, a rule book, and you don't get nothing from it. Oh, no, you get a lot of things. Best believe God takes care of all of his citizens. He takes care of them. You ain't got to worry about nothing. So I'm saying this because I love you and I don't want you to settle for a different realm, a different kingdom that isn't going to give you anything when God's kingdom can give you more than you can ever ask, think or imagine. I love you and God loves you way more. Let's end with prayer. Father God, I thank you for this amazing episode. I thank you that today we're learning the importance of being in alignment with your character, being in alignment with your kingdom. Father God, first we come to you with repentant hearts, asking to just turn away. Forgive us for the, us wanting to be the God of our own lives, wanting us to call the shots and do what we want to do, but not letting you be God. God, we want you to be God. We want you to be Alpha and Omega. We want you to be our provider, our help in a time of trouble. God, please reveal to us the parts of our lives where we aren't being in alignment with you. Where, what, what, what characteristics or kingdom principles are we slacking in? Father God, I pray that when we do read your word, when we do come across your word, that we we apply it. We want to apply it so that way you can manifest who you are even more to us. I pray that all those who are under the sound of my voice don't get complacent with who, who they know, what, what they know of you right now, because there's so much more to you. And I pray that we just understand that you should be our number one first response and not our last resort. We love you, Lord. We thank you and we always will honor you. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So that's it, Babel fam. What are you going to do? Are you going to dedicate yourself to be a kingdom citizen? Are you going to live in the continent of heaven? What you gonna do? I'm telling you, the continent of heaven is popping. You ain't never gotta worry about food, what you gotta eat, what to drink, what to wear. All you gotta do is be yourself and God is gonna do everything for you. All you gotta do is just be obedient to what he tells you to do. Even if it's, hey, give, go, go give your sister a ride to school today. But she ain't asked me. Go give it to her. What you gonna do? I love you so much. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday's Axe Jazz episode. Make sure to send in your questions. 
And as I always say, positive vibes only, stay true to yourself, and always remember, remain in alignment with the perfect will for your life, which is God's will. I love you.